Good morning, I'm Nathan and this is Word in Motion. This is a pod for looking in the mirror of scripture each day, seeing our imperfect selves and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. Hey, one line in today's passage summarizes Paul's entire existence. What have we learned this season from Galatians and Ephesians? He says, I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. He said we were dead in our sin, but God in his mercy made us alive in Christ. By grace we've been saved through faith. Therefore, Paul says he can boast in nothing but the cross. We saw just the other day that his own suffering even is all about proclaiming Christ and the good news to see him glorified. So Paul goes on, Philippians 1 verse 18 says, Yes, and I will rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and the help of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, this will turn out for my deliverance, as it is my eager expectation and hope that I will not be at all ashamed, but that with full courage now, as always, Christ will be honored in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. If I am to live in the flesh, and that means fruitful labor for me, yet which I shall choose I cannot tell. I am hard-pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ, for that is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary on your account. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy in the faith so that in me you may have ample cause to glory in Christ Jesus because of my coming to you again. Only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of you, that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind striving side by side for the faith of the gospel. And not frightened in anything by your opponents, this is a clear sign to them of their destruction, but of your salvation, and that from God, For it has been granted to you that for the sake of Christ you should not only believe in him, but also suffer for his sake, engaged in the same conflict that you saw I had, and now hear that I still have. That line, verse 21, to live is Christ, to die is gain. If you haven't memorized a scripture recently, if Bible memorization isn't a big part of your life, maybe take a minute to memorize Philippians 1.21. To live is Christ, and to die is gain. To live is about seeing him glorified. He says even in verse 26, that in me you may have ample cause to glory in Christ Jesus. That's why he is remaining, he says, verse 25. Convinced of this, that to remain in the flesh, verse 24, is more necessary for the church. Convinced of that, Verse 25, I know that I will remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy in the faith so that in me you may have ample cause to glory in Christ. To live is Christ. Everything that Paul does is for his glory with him in mind. To live is about seeing him glorified and proclaimed. And of course, on the other side, to die is literally gain, to literally be with Jesus face to face. Paul even says his desire is to depart. His preference, his selfish preference is to depart and be with Christ. But he is still needed. So he presses on. 
and he urges the young believers onward as well for the same cause. It says, only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come or not, whether I'm actually the one who gets to be with you or not, you are standing firm in one spirit for the faith of the gospel. So what about today? What parts of your life are about you? How is your life literally Christ? He says, for me to live is Christ. So if you're hearing this, you haven't died yet. And so to die is gain. When you die, if you've accepted Christ, that will be gain. But for now, how is your life Christ? What parts of your life are about you and what parts of your life are to point to him for his glory? That doesn't mean you have to be a full-time missionary or a pastor or full-time doing those things. It means in your workplace, how is your job, the way you do your job about Christ? How is the way, if you're in school, how is the way your classwork about Christ, your homework? How are you showing others Jesus through your own life? How do you treat your family in a way that would point them to Jesus? How do you treat your friends? How do you treat strangers that you interact with, the checkout person at Walmart, the barista at Starbucks? How do you treat people in a way that, hey, their life isn't about the same things that my life is about? They seem different. They seem joyful despite the circumstances. They seem seems like there's something else going on. They helped me when they had nothing to gain by helping me. Well, that's because my life isn't about me. Paul says, my life is Christ. Let me encourage you today to find something you can do with your life. Maybe just for five minutes and an opportunity somewhere as you're out and about today, hopefully out and about as things are starting to open open up again. One thing you can do today with your life that would be about Christ. Let me pray for you. God, give us opportunities to live you. Give us opportunities to live obviously, not about us, but about what you're doing in us and through us. Lord, give us opportunities to show you to other people through the way we live. Lord, and then give us the courage to take advantage of those opportunities. Give us the boldness to fill those opportunities, to show people you, Lord, that our heart would be for others to see you. Thank you for the doors that you've opened, Lord. Help us to walk through them boldly. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. Have a great day.